I want to I want to say to the audience I'm really you look really good David I'm 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 very happy you look fantastic man um, every time I see you getting smaller and smaller looks like you're taking good care of yourself and uh, I wanted to compliment on you and that because you you had the you had the balls to talk about some of your health challenges I've talked about some of my health challenges that's right on the show but not only did you talk you actually got in the gym and or whatever you're doing. I'm doing it. It's it's looking good. So you look you look fantastic, man. It's good to be with, with yeah, you no, here. Th- thanks, man. At Rise, um, I'm very proud of the work that Rise is doing. You know, we yeah. we have this Delta variant going on. Yep. Um, I've had COVID has touched my family. We'll talk offline, but but really dealing with some COVID issues within my family yeah. uh, that have popped up, and 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 you know, I think the outcomes are going to be okay, but. This thing is, is not anything to play around with, man, yeah. this, this, yeah. this variant. So in spite of that, to see um, individuals that are, are out and, and talking healthcare and, and to see this, you know, this is the first conference that I really feel is like a real typical RISE conference um, since the pandemic hit, you know, as far yeah. as uh, the, the quality of the speakers, you know, the keynote speaker was excellent yep. um, and inspirational. I immediately went, I, I thought it was funny because he has a series of books. Yep. So you can't get all of it in one book. You got to buy all seven of the books to get all of his knowledge and information. He's but, got a little uh, game. He's, but I, but yeah. so I was like, I was like, all right, it's like, it's like he's, you know, people out here working. They're they're, they're yeah. their family. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're doing what they have to do. But um, just awesome stuff. It's great to see people in the industry. Yeah. Uh, it's great to see people talking about health equity. Yeah. And health equity based programs. And you know, I had a chance to moderate a session this morning and. No, I, I didn't. I don't feel like I vomited all over myself. Nah, man, you, got, kill, nah, you got killed. Good, it. Good, nah, you got killed good, it. Good, uh, good reviews. Yes, you did. Um, so you know, it's just it's just a pleasure to be here. And what I like about these conferences the most, and for our audience, you know, me and you can come in. We get into the studio, and you know, we talk smack to each other and about different things. But I love coming to these conferences and picking the brains of leaders in healthcare um, because you know none of us know it all none of us have all of the information but getting here to to be with other uh, people that are subject matter experts and yep. really are immersed in this industry is so valuable for me it just helps helps me to be a better leader yep. helps me to see what's coming down the pike you know what's what's yep. new in the industry so it's just it's great to be here with you david how how are you doing how are you feeling how was how was your session this morning yeah i i, I had one too uh it it, it uh it was on healthcare policy so it wasn't okay. it wasn't as much not fun as, as yours fun. yeah right. it wasn't as much fun as yours right. but um but no i mean it was uh it was a lot of fun and uh dude i mean it's it, you brought the studio to colorado i mean it's the, i mean the fact that Man, you're here 
you got the full setup. I mean, it's looking awesome. Oh man, I appreciate that. You know, it's, um, it's so so that's awesome. And yeah, thanks for the shout out on uh, my my fourteen pounds down. Great, so thank you, you for great. that. Uh, I I don't know if anybody's going to remember this, but uh, you're exactly right. I it was on your show that I uh, I I, I kind of called myself right. out. And I made a commitment that I was going to well, make some changes. I'm, I'm down nine pounds, and I think, you know, we just continue to be accountability partners. That's and, right. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. So, what's, so let's just get into to the business element. Sure. What's, what's, yeah. what's the buzzwords? What are we talking about? What, what are kind of some of the themes for the audience, especially the new audience in the D.C. market? <laughs> that's really tapping in. What are some of the themes of this year's yeah. Rise Conference here in Colorado Springs? Yeah, no, I, you know, you, you hit a big one already, you know, with, with health equity. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's something that the Biden administration's been talking about. Uh, the new director of uh, CMS, Director Brooks Lashore, mm-hmm. uh, has recently uh, done some, uh, some interviews where she's talked about her passion and her right. focus and, and the focus of the team. On, on health equity, and and African American lady, correct? Uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and and you know, I, I, I would tell you, man, I, if you think about, and this is this is what I say to this is what I literally said to my kids recently. You think about a teacher that has twenty students, mm-hmm. and one student is failing, mm-hmm. right? And everybody else is getting an A. Right. How's the teacher doing? Ninety-five right. percent, right? That's that's the the stat. Ninety-five percent. Well, that's great. That's great, right? That's best what in if, class. Maybe. What if every teacher in the school was doing ninety-five percent? They got twenty right. students, only one's failing. Everybody else is getting A's, right? On paper, that looks great. That looks great, right? right? But what if every one of the students that's failing is Latino or black? Right. Right. And that's. Um, I mean, and that's. Or that's, even someone from a, a rural Caucasian individual, or poor, like or right, whatever. They right. Have the opportunities. I mean, like. I mean, just, I'm, I'm learning a lot about that, David, you know, and I'm, and I'm glad that you brought that up. I've really expanded in, because I don't come from the rural white community, but I'm starting to get exposed to the rural yeah. white community. And that community has the same challenges That's that right. African-American communities and Latinx communities. You got it. And in many cases, worse challenges. Because even in poor African-American urban communities, <laughs> you can get on a bus and get to a Walgreens. And right. some of these rural communities in West Virginia, Nothing. Kentucky... You're 40, 50 miles from the nearest yep. uh, pharmacy, so you you really have challenges. Um, you, you have challenges that you don't have in the urban areas. So yep. I think all of those classes, yes, to see one person out yes. of 20 that are just off the cliff is that's is right. A disaster. But you got to care enough to ask, right, right man? You got to care enough to say one is failing. That's not acceptable, right. and let's try to figure out why. Right. And and to your point, there's a whole bunch of people hurting. It's oh, not yeah. any one group of, yeah. pe- of Americans. Yeah. But, but, I mean, you've got to care enough to ask why. And, and that's, that's what I'm jazzed about. Um, you know, Director Brooks Assure has thrown down on that. She cares about why. She cares about awesome. trying to fix it. And, and I, I absolutely think times are changing. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's a good moment to get at the, the people slipping so through the system. That's a perfect setup because, you know, we're on a D.C. now. And this is actually my kickoff to, to the D.C. market. So they love politics. Wow. No way, politics. So what, what were some of the highlights of the Biden administration um, on, on, on what were some of the highlights beyond the new CMS director? But what were some of the highlights of the conference? I see Rick Whitted walking up 
if you wanna if you wanna put on a a pair of headphones and, and sit out and join us, I I greatly appreciate that. Uh oh. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, join in. But yeah, join. Uh, show us what what are some of the so, what are some so, of the things that. So, so that are, I'll just throw out for your listeners. I'll just throw out the top five things. All right. Okay. Great. And then maybe you and I can riff on them a little bit. Absolutely. So the the first one is strengthening our nation's ability to handle uh, pandemics. All right. Big, so big, pandemics across the board, not just COVID. That's right. New. It's, um, think about the next one. Right. right? Um, so so that's a. And there major, are a lot of people that say I'm not insinuating this because I don't know politics. People say that Obama had a pandemic playbook and Trump decided to go in another direction. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it's true and false. Yeah, but, man. but we I, have I to have a I plan regardless. Know. Yeah, you got to have take a plan. The, take the red, blue state out of it. Just right. whoever's in there has to have a, have a, have Absolutely. a plan. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because real people get hurt when you don't. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah. So so anyway, so that's that that's a big top line right. focus. You you mentioned the second one already, you know, health equity. That's huge. Right. Uh, it's it's a core part of, of what the Biden administration wants to do. OK. Um, Third one, um, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm, I'm getting old. I can't. I, I can't see. All right. Uh, th- th- third one is uh, oh, maternal mer- uh, mortality. So uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, for for folks that um, you know are you know way out of of the the child rearing bearing uh, age ranges. Right. Um, there is there's a real travesty in, in the United States. And that is. Now, is it regional? Is it worse? Than it's regions, it's social determinants of health all just, over okay. again. It's equity okay. all over again. Okay. There are groups of Americans that have an unacceptably high maternal okay. uh, mortality rate. Okay. And um, and Director Brooks Assure, uh, others in health and human services have begun wow. to put a stake in the ground on this. Wow. And you know, and it's and it's like one of those things that's, you know, like it's time. Um, there's there's a big focus on funding the NIH, so that's right. the National Institute right. of Health. Yep. So, so you know, for your listeners, it. these Bethesda are the geeks. These are the healthcare like that, yeah. geeks that are doing research. It's like Bethesda, Silver Springs area. Yeah, yeah, um, jo- you know, yeah. Right. So, and then and then um, and then you know the opioid crisis. I mean, it, uh, it continues. Uh, it continues. It's it, you know there are parts of the country that are just uh, you know just so sad. What's right. going on? And so that's that's the the fifth big one. And okay. and so you know. You see, you see, uh, Director Brooks Lashore picking up on a couple of these. She she most recently picked up on uh, m- maternal mortality, on health equity, uh, in in uh, in that session that she did. She spent some time on um, pandemic as well, on 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 our ability to handle uh, health crises in the United States. So I mean, look, I mean, I think it's a good slate, you know. I, I and I, I think. What's, what's exciting about it is that some of this stuff, particularly health equity, is new. And so right. there's a lot of promise, right? We don't know what we can do yet until we try. Wow. And so um, it's, it's exciting. No, very, very, very awesome points as, as always, Dave. How do you feel? Because we're going to cut to a break, and I got um, our, my co-hosts for this show and our, our sponsors, Rick Whithead and, and, and uh, Carissa and the Insighting team. U.S. Hunger Team are going to join us uh, for awesome. the next segment. But what are your thoughts just about being back out here? Because I know you've poured a lot of yourself into the Rise program. Um, you're the person that, that made the connection for me. How do you feel about the event? I feel great about the event, but it's I know I know that you and many other people, not just yourself, are working really hard behind the scenes to make sure that we can get back to a place where, where we can collaborate and, and share experiences. Yeah. Is, 
and uh, encourage each other. I think all yeah. of us needing. We talk about mental health. I need you, Dave, to pick me up at times, man. It's just it's such a bleep nah, show. Nah. What's going on? Being in this industry, I need you. I need Rick. I need Carissa to pick me up sometimes because I'm just yeah. getting beaten up by clients. And, yes, you know people. I've experienced losses to COVID. I have a yes. good friend that's in in the hospital with COVID, about to go on a ventilator. Huh. That I found out today. Uh, my family's been impacted by COVID. So we just need to pick each other up, and it's, yes. it's good to see uh, people. So I wanted your thoughts as someone that's one of the curators and, and uh, one of the no, people no, that's no, no. you know small a part role, of this. small role. But I mean, look, uh, I mean, you, uh, you you've got long coattails. I mean, you know, like I, I didn't do that much to to help you out. So that's the first thing. But I mean, so look, uh, you know, in terms of getting back together and, and supporting each other and, and being there for each other, yeah, I mean, you're nailing it. I mean, it, everybody needs that, and everybody in America feels the lack of it, right? We all had, before the pandemic, we all had more than we have now. Right. We still, we you know, like maybe we only had two people in our lives right. two years ago, but now it's like we have got nobody. Right. And, 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 and everybody is fragile. Kids yeah. are fragile. Yeah. Seniors are fragile. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like us, I mean, like I'm with you, man. I'm, I am more fragile yeah. than, I, I, than I have been, you know, since I was a kid. So, like, I, I think you're nailing it. And, you know, just being here, the joy on people's faces. Oh, I mean, yeah. we're doing it distanced. Which is, we're, we're doing, doing it. I want know, to say that, too. We're doing it right. right? We're, we're doing, doing it right. right. We're, we're showing right. that we everybody's got the vaccination card. You can't get in. Right? Right. And and when you're walking around, everybody masks up. So that's cool. Right. But, um, you know, it's just the joy of people being able to, to, right. to just see each other again maybe do a fist bump or an elbow right, bump right, or like right. whatever whatever they do yeah. and then just talk about what their passions are yeah. and learn from each other it's it's a beautiful thing no it's great what we're going to do is we're going to cut to a quick break and i'm going to bring in um rick and carissa in we'll, we'll awesome. talk a little bit more about healthcare. it's always a pleasure to have you dave and, and we'll, we'll get a little bit more after these messages you are listening to the lanch j radio network AEP annual enrollment programs are launching in just a few months, and this is the perfect time to shop for the best insurance options for you and your loved ones. Learn more about individual and group insurance benefits with Engage It Health. Their diverse portfolio includes accident expense, specified disease plans, life insurance, and PPO plans. Engage It Health's licensed benefit advisors are just a phone call away to bring you optimal service in selecting affordable and unique benefit packages that meet your health care needs. Call Engage in Health today at 832-219-5829. That's 832-219-5829 and tell them that Lance J sent you. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios.
on the last day show. So before before we go into the next segment, I wanted to thank you publicly, Dave, and having Rick and Carissa here. You know, it's it's very important to have people that believe in you and believe in your your mission yes. and your vision to be successful. And you have to have, it doesn't matter how talented you are or how smart you are, you know, it's, me and you talk offline all the time. You know, I get I get a couple beers and David, he starts saying stuff that he can't say within FCC regulations. Uh, uh, sometimes it doesn't even take the beers. Um, uh, depends on the day. Depends but on the day. Me and you have and I'm sure Carissa too, we've we've run into people in this business that are really, really smart yeah. and talented. And I can't speak for all. I've run into a lot of people much smarter and more talented than me. Yeah. But they didn't understand the importance of relationship building. Yep. And they didn't understand the importance that you have to have advocates. Yes. And we as a collaborative are stronger than we in an individual sense. Mm-hmm. 11 times out of 10 so you know i wanted to thank you david because because david's really the plug rick um who's joining us now that that helped build a relationship with rise um i feel like i've helped rick to get into some of these circles um carissa's been a, a great asset and i think that you know we're it's it's building those relationships together so i wanted to to really publicly say that i appreciate uh, all three of you for the work that you've done and uh, going beyond just supporting the show, but really become you know friendship, um, great colleagues. I've gotten so much good advice from David over the last six months. And I just wanted to to salute you for for that work, man, oh, because man, it's, it's 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 great. You know, it's I feel that we have a good roster of people here, but without an advocate, we don't get into rise to show that that we that we belong and, and we can do this so I, I wanted to thank you for that and and you know it's just honored to be sitting here next to you wow dude i mean that's that's super nice i mean I, look i mean you've heard me say this to you privately so now i'm going to say this publicly i mean you bring an incremental voice to the I appreciate table, that. right and and you know you and i have talked about this for a long time that that there's a lot of folks talking but not everybody is saying something new mm-hmm. not everybody's saying something incremental and 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 when you talk about supporting each other and stuff like that totally resonates with me but it's not just supporting anybody mm. you got to support incremental voices incremental people that are bringing something new because because we don't improve right 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 if we don't bring something right. new to the table no, it's, it's um it's great. So definitely su- salute to you. Rick, I wanted to, to bring you in because this is your first. Uh, Carissa, you've been in the healthcare game like me. We've, we've been to the conferences. Carissa, I didn't even salute you and, and, and give you your props. Carissa is the, is the president of the, of the Pennsylvania chapter of HIMSS. So Carissa's oh, a, nice. a, a big-time name. So she's in the process of putting her roster together and, and her leadership and all of that and building out her team uh, to represent the state of Pennsylvania which is, you know, that's, that's, that's a fantastic accomplishment. I know you have a lot going on your, on your plate with Insighten, so to be able to, to take that extra time and, and put your extra time to pour into that is really meaningful. But, but Rick, this is your first impression of Rise yep. and the healthcare continuum. And, and I'm curious, and kind of talk at David, don't talk at me, but what are your, what are your first impressions as someone? I'm sure you've been to a lot of conventions when you were at J.P. Morgan, and a lot of banking conventions, and y'all are talking about derivatives and 
228 arms, oh, which I used on, to sell. Come on, you're making me have uh, PTSD. And all, that, and all of this stuff. I left know, that the, space for the, a reason. The, 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 uh, I, the Roth IRA and all of that stuff. But what is what is your impression of getting into, you know, really looking at healthcare, getting a chance to, to meet a lot of people and, and build some relationships? What is your first impression? Yeah, so quite naturally for me, it's mission-minded. Well, well, just looking out at the conference, uh, it is incredible to see activity. You know, not quite as large as you would normally see a conference, but there's still a lot of stuff right. here. And uh, I just feel like I'm being able to get on the playground again and play a little bit. And the fact that we can do it responsibly is great. As far as the healthcare world, f- for me, I'm just a, a guy with a bunch of amazing people under me and next to me that want to help people. And uh, as we pivoted in the, in the pandemic, we just applied technology to that and it mapped out what we were doing, you know, you know, and, and so when you do that, you start to understand um, why, right? And I, I love to say this, um, that the healthcare world f- seems to fixate on the clinical what? Yeah. And take no time to address the non-clinical why. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so quite, uh, to be honest, I can't really point a finger without four coming back at me right, because right, right. on the food assistance side of the world, uh, we spend so much time trying to feed a bunch of people and saying we fed this many. Mm-hmm. If you'd asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said, at U.S. Hunger, we have fed, you know, uh, we have provided more than 150 million meals across 53 countries, 830,000 plus volunteers. And not once did we ever ask as an organization, why are they hungry in the first wow. place? Yeah. Um, and and uh, once we pulled in this data and began to map it out and look at what it was saying and... Yep. What is unique about our data is we actually have the verbatim story. We call them hunger stories. Mm -hmm. None of them are about food. So they're about this thing I learned a while ago called SDOH. When we were growing up, we just call it the effects of poverty. That's right. And um, and it's those things. It's transportation. It's access to health care. It's access to education. A third of our applicants are check cashers, so they do Mm. not have an equitable access and inexpensive access to the financial system. Uh, Half of them don't have uh, internet access or a computer in the Mm -hmm. home. I don't even know how they survived over the pandemic over the past year. Literally half of our families were not a part of the digital society that the Mm. pandemic put us in a year and a half ago. So all of this information we got just by feeding people. And we learned really quickly that, that we're not a feeding orga- organization, but that we are a, a organization who uses food right. as the medium to yep. understand, yep. you know, the big question of why are they hungry in the first place. And so I was listening to you, uh, David, a minute ago, sharing about the excitement of health equity coming into, you know, the vernacular. Yeah. More, more, more readily now, yeah. and I'm sitting here thinking, here I am, you know, African American, African American guy, you know, about 50 years old, and I'm going, now that's always been in my vernacular. This equity problem's always right. been in my yeah. world. It's, it's right. whether it was food inequity or health inequity or I, it, it's always been a part yep. of this world. And then it hit me, as you were saying that, what hit me was, 
we have been quite presumptuous yeah. in seeing a problem and assuming, well, well, well we just got to feed them. But when you don't ask, why are you hungry in the first place? What you do is you drop off a bunch of great food. Yep. You leave. Yep. The lights are still off. Yep. They still can't get to their doctor right. appointment. Which means the food's yep. going to go rotten. Yep. Right. 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 And so until we begin digging into root causes, yep. understanding why are they hungry? Yep. Why are they unhealthy? Yep. And, you know, from a health, back to your, my long-winded ended question, answer, you know, this as I think about the healthcare space, when they're focused, they're fixated. Mm. Even the ROI is fixated on the clinical what. Right. Even the reward right. is fixated on how well can we just answer the right. clinical what. Yep. When the truth is, you already know what the what is. Right. And the the why is not a clinical why. Yeah. I think if if there's anything we're learning about SDOH is. The why is not a clinical why. Yeah. But check it out. Your ROI is still based on the clinical what and why. And yeah. until that ROI shifts and the ROI becomes focused on the non-clinical why, that's when we'll really begin to address the what. And this is just an outsider looking no. in. I'm no, just a great. nonprofit do-gooder. That's why until I wanted to give you, you the platform. Until yeah. you change that ROI model... You, I'll give you another example. So we're looking at the weighting of CMS, and it's so exciting to see a third of the weighting is headed to experience. But here's the problem. If you translate experience as, let's just give them some stuff, let's make them feel and see, good. David, Rick didn't know anything about CMS, so I, I taught him all. Oh, yeah, that's why. Oh, right. He's parroting things. That, behind that the scene, I'm called Grasshopper. The scenes, he's, 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 he's absorbed he's, all so, of that information because I'm like, what are you – what are you here to tell us about CMS? Well, no, but I, I love this because now we know who to blame. If you, he's learned it. If no, I but we know well, to blame if you old. screw up, too. It's, it's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> but, but, but most people will translate right now. Many, many of the large plans are going to say, well, it's, you know, we got to give them a great experience. we gotta, yeah. we got to help them. Here's how I look at that because I'm reading, you know, more than almost, almost 80,000, 75,000 stories yeah. that we call hunger stories. Yeah. When I hear experience, the waiting goes to experience. The experience is the patient or the members yep. experiencing. Let me say it differently. What are you going through? I'll say it differently in my world. Why are you hungry in the first place? Tell me your story. And that's a non-clinical why. But what we have learned in every hunger story, none of them are about food. Food doesn't come up once. And when we map out words through all of those stories, millions of words, tens of millions of words, the mm. biggest words that appear are family, work, rent, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, illness. Mm -hmm. Those are the words we see. Yep. And if we start there, you'll learn why they're hungry. You'll also learn why, why they're unhealthy. I mean, someone right. said it a while ago, show me your zip code. And I'll show you how healthy you are, right? Yeah. And it, it's funny, but every food desert yeah. is also a pharmacy de desert. Yes. Is also an endocrinology yeah. desert. It's also a hospital desert. Mm -hmm. we, we, know the, we know the answers, and the answers are non-clinical answers. And until we begin to approach this collaboratively and build into the ROI model, yeah. root causes... We won't solve it. Yeah. 
Now, very good insight, Rick. I mean, it's you. You sound like you've been in healthcare for for fifteen years. I just been in business. We gotta, we gotta get you on one of the forums uh, to to talk about your perspective. We're gonna take a real short break. We'll come back with one more segment because I know David has to go. Um, you, you, all of you, big executive people. Unlike myself, it's just a, a radio lackey have companies to run, and I don't, I don't have a company to run. So y'all gotta get back on your calls. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll come back with uh, one more segment with with David. Um, as he joins uh, the Lance J Radio Network. We'll be back after these messages. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Did you know that African-Americans have the lowest vaccination rates, but have experienced the largest decrease in life expectancy during the COVID-19 pandemic? Our HealthCast series brings in the best and brightest minds in the industry to focus on facts, not fear or political theater. Avoid shaming and misinformation. Research the data. Talk to your primary care physician about risk factors. Ultimately, it's your body and your decision. This is Lance J. Wishing you a happy and a healthy.